by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Our job is to believe that he would do his job. And sometimes what we do is go and try to do it ourselves. Now what we got to do is come back to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. It's got to be one source. It's got to be him. We've got to eliminate all other sources. Because as long as in your heart they are part of your source, this doesn't work. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Behold, I sent an angel before you to keep you in the way and bring you into the place which I prescribe here. These angels, now they're about to start in your life on a level that you've never had their activity before. Make sure you say what God says. So if I have somebody's Bible, and this Bible I put up to my microphone, listen at it, let's see what it says. Boy, it don't say nothing, did it? So who gives voice to it? I do. You, you are the one that gives voice to his word. Now, now angels are on the move. We're going to take this thing to another level. Let me tell you that the God that you are in partnership with is an awesome God. And John chapter 14, we found something interesting here. Yeah. Verse 10. Believe thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, keep going. He does the work. Who does the work? The Father. Now, sometimes they got on him about healing on the Sabbath day. But who was doing the work? The Father. So what we said is our job is to believe that he would do his job. That in your natural strength, you may be outclassed. Might be things too big for you. It might be situations too strong for you, so forth and so on. But with God, you got what I'm saying? With God. And sometimes what we do is kind of overstep our boundaries and we go and try to do it ourselves. Now, wait a minute. Here's the deal. That our job is to believe. Based on this promise right here that brings the faith that he is able to do this. That God is able to do this. And when you do that, sometimes it helps you to get yourself off the hook. Because... I'm not going to be the one that do, does it. He's going to be the one that does it. But he's going to do it based on my, on my faith. I've got faith in the fact that he will do what he said. Now, is anything too hard for him? Nope, nothing impossible to him. So he can do anything, you name it. He can do it. He can put money in your bank account. He can heal that stage four cancer. He can come in and get your husband saved in two, in two days. He can, I mean, you name it. See? And now what we got to do is we got to come back to trusting in the Lord with all of our hearts. What you got to do is eliminate 
all other sources. Eliminate every one of them, relatives, friends, friends, because as long as in your heart they are part of your source, this doesn't work. Because God won't share his glory with anybody. So that's where it is. That's where it is. So you got to come to that place. And sometimes it takes you a little while to come there because you still, uh, uh, let me just say it, let me just take it on down. You're still messing around with other sources. You're still uh, tipping, tipping, and dipping. Uh, you still, come on now, I, 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 I can preach now. I, I can say it. Yeah, see, you, you gotta, you gotta stop that. And you gotta wait till, you, till your heart gets purified. Because it's gotta be one source. It's gotta be him. It's gotta be him. You gotta say, uh-uh, nope, nope, it's him. Can't look to anybody, anything, nothing, him. him. And he will deliver. He controls the cattle on a thousand hills. Come on now. He controls the stars of the universe. He, he controls every angel that has ever been made. Say amen to that. He can make a St. Bernard come to your door and ring the doorbell with a million dollars on his neck. No. God made birds feed a man. Didn't he make them? He made a river split. Didn't he make that? He made a city come down when they shouted and prayed. Let me tell you the God that you're talking about now that you are in partnership with is an awesome God. Just got to go back to something right here, right there. Let's go back to a couple of places because, see, uh, you ain't talking about some guy down the street. <laughs> I got to get that over to you. We, we talk about here, God, man. We talk about somebody who created all of this. This is, this is who you're in partnership with. He is in you, He is, he is closer to you than breath. You ain't got to shout at him, just whisper. Said, Lord, have mercy. How? He swings into action. You ain't got to beg him, fall on your face, cry half the night. You ain't got to, you ain't got to got fuss with nobody, no supervisor. You don't have to, oh Lord, I feel like I'm preaching now. We're talking about God here, man. I got to take you over there. Come on over here. Let's do, let's do a couple of things. Come on over to 1 Samuel chapter 17. And look what he said in verse 25. And the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that has come up surely to defy Israel? Is he has come up and it shall be 
that the man who killeth him, that the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his house free. That means tax free in Israel. That was worth something right there, brother. And David spake unto the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this what? Philistine. And taketh away the what? Reproach or disgrace from God's people. For who is this? Come on. Uncircumcised Philistine. That's the key. He kept the covenant on his mind. And then he went to Saul. Saul tried to hang his armor on him. He said, Saul said, David, you can't take this big man. He's been trained from his youth. David said, I can take, take it. I took a lion. I took a bear. And I can take this guy too. Notice what he did. He had some private victories before he had some public ones. Come on now. Before you go public, you need to go private. Come on now. Use your faith and get them debts paid off at first. All right. And then notice what happened. He went on down and he put him out there. And the Philistines started talking to him. Verse 41. Philistines said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with a, with a save or a stick? And the Philistines cursed David by his God. And the Philistines said to David, Come to me, and I'm going to give your flesh to the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. See, they might talk rough to you. But like, like, like the old folk used to say back in that church where I was raised in, well, and, <laughs> well. And uh, look at verse 45. Then said David to the Philistine. Are you coming to me with a sword and a spear and with a shield? But I'm coming to you in the name. The name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied this day, not next Tuesday. Not going to take that long. This day, where the Lord, come on, deliver you, come on, into my hand. I'm talking about partnering with God now. And I will smite you. I'm going to take your head off of you. I'm going to give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines in this day to the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God. Uh-oh. See that? That there is a God in Israel. And all the assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword and a spear for the battle. Come on. See what I'm saying? Your job is to believe that he's going to do his job. See, I like he will come in. He, he wants to show out, man. He, he wants to let you know there's a big difference between that God over there and the true and living God. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, here, notice. He trusted one source. See, Saul tried to get him to bend over to that armor. Put a little trust in that. Mm-mm. Trust in the Lord. Come on. With all your heart. I know you got your degree, but trust in the Lord. With all, with all your heart. Come on now. I know you got a little position. See? And the thing about it, don't let the devil give you nothing. 
don't, don't, don't let him give you nothing. Snatch it out of his hand. Give me it. Take it. Take it by faith. The Bible says the violent take it by force. Let's look at one more now. Let's look at Daniel chapter 3. What am I saying here? The supernatural. And the supernatural has been taught. Jesus taught the supernatural. That's why he said when he came to him, he said, whoa, 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 whoa now. I want to stand. He said, how long do I have to be with y'all? <laughs> he didn't say y'all, but y'all. how long did I have to be with you? I don't know. Maybe he did say y'all. But, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Are you with me? All right, let's look at this. Let, 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 uh, where, where, where did I tell you? Where? Daniel, okay. Daniel, we're going, we go back, back to Esther after that. Daniel chapter three. Now, what am I doing now? I'm, I'm teaching you the supernatural. I'm not teaching the natural here. I'm teaching the supernatural. Because I want it to be so that when you see a problem, you're not going to look at it in the natural anymore. You're going to look at it from the realm of the eternal. Glory to God. Now, I won't, I won't say much about this because you know this uh, as well as I do, I'm sure. But this is when Daniel, the three Hebrews, were faced with this idea of bowing down. And the enemy tries to get us, us to bow. Why? Because we are on the ascent. We are going up to the mountaintop and we are going to take control of the mountains or fears of influence in this earth. And the enemy knows whatever we bow down to on the way up there is going to control us at the top. So what we want is we want the extraordinary to show up. We want God to put us in a place where we have a platform to witness for almighty God. Say amen to that. And look what it says. It's in verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we're not careful to answer thee in this matter. In other words, we're not worried about what, what will happen to us. They're not even worried about it. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, he's able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, not if he doesn't deliver us, we die. That ain't what it's saying. I like what General Patton said. He said, hey, the, the idea is not to get you to die for your country, the idea is to get the other man and die for his. Now, I'm not saying that's just Patton said that. I didn't say that. Patton said it. Verse 18. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve your gods, nor worship the golden image which you've set up. Now, notice what happened because of that. He threw them in the fire. You got it? Now, what God is after here is to create a platform sufficient to tell other people about God. And he's going going all the way to the top to Nebuchadnezzar. Notice what they did, threw him in there. Verse 24, then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished. He rose up in haste and spake and spake to the counselors, 
Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And they answered and said to him, the king, true old king. He answered and said, lo, I see what? what? Four men, what are they doing? They're loose. They're walking around in the fire. And they're just playing volleyball and just kind of, kind of playing around. And they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth looks like who? The son of God. God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the most high God. Look at that. He's witnessing now. Come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fiery furnace and the princes, governors, and captains. And the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was any hair on their head singed, neither were their coats changed, and nor the smell of smoke was not even on their clothes. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his who? His angel and delivered his service that trusted come on in him not trusted in somebody not trusted in their degree i'm not saying anything's wrong with those things i'm saying when god puts you through this when you go through this you gotta trust only in the lord and therefore he made a decree saying what the people gonna do and promoted shadrach meshach and abednego so every time you go through a fire, shout out, promotion time. Come on now. Come on, somebody over here going through something right now. Come on, come say it. Promotion time. All right. Now notice, he tried to get him to bow. Now that's what the enemy is after. Because he's trying to get you to compromise on something. Go back to Esther real quick. Esther. See, a lot of times what the church has been trying to do is we've been trying to kind of halfway avoid confrontation. But folks, that's in the Bible. Say amen to that. Somewhere you're going to have to deal with the devil. Mm-mm. This man ran into church talking about, I got the devil on the run. The deacon said, well, praise the Lord, Brother, Brother Brown. He said, the only problem is he's chasing me. <laughs> Folks, the devil's not supposed to see your back. Supposed to be facing him. Verse 1, after these things, they said the king of Hasaras promote Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the, the, the Agite, and advanced him and set him above all the prince, princes that were with him. And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed and reverenced Haman. For the king had so commanded concerning him, but Mordecai, what? Bowed not, nor did him reverence. So I'm just saying, notice what got Mordecai in trouble is when he refused to bow, to bow to wickedness. He wasn't going to bow to that. Got him in trouble. And then here comes the enemy, of course, and he's going to try to get uh, the whole Jews because that they put out an order to get all the Jews slain. And now is Esther's time. And look what it says in Esther chapter 4 
in verse 13. Then Mordecai commanded to Esther, Think not that thyself, that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether hold your peace at this time, then shall thy enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to, to the kingdom for such a time, come on, as this. So you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. One more place. Let's go over here to Acts. Acts chapter 12, please. Acts chapter 12. No, no, let's go. Before you get to Acts chapter 12, let's just go over here to uh, Matthew chapter 20, 26. Matthew 26. I'm building your faith for the supernatural now. Is anything too hard for God? No. All right. Now they're coming after Jesus. This is about the time that Jesus is now going to undergo his passion. And it says in verse 52, Then said Jesus unto him, Put up again your sword into his place. For all they that take up the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinketh thou that I cannot now pray to my father, and he shall presently give me what? More than 12 legions of angels. Wow. So what we said, there was a statement that was made. No matter what the situation called for, Jesus always reached to heaven for his solutions. No matter what the situation called for, Jesus always reached to heaven for his solutions. And the main resource he had to operate in this earth with was his faith. The main resource that he had to operate in this earth with was his faith. We are designed to live totally independent of this world. Say amen to that. So the church is responsible for this planet. And folks, if we don't come and manifest the sons of God, then the sinners have no hope. Well, praise God. I trust that you are blessed by that exciting teaching. Now, that's called partnering with the invisible. Now, there's three things I'd like to remember. One is that God is your only source. Now, remember, no alternatives. You've got to eliminate those. You've got to see God and Him only as your source. Secondly, demonstrate private victories before public ones. In other words, what David did is he slayed that lion and that bear behind the scenes before he came out and slayed Goliath. So it's important sometimes that we work these things and God will have us demonstrate the power of faith in a private area before we move public. Number three, you're partnering with an awesome God. <laughs> now this, this is a God that can do anything. And his power can flow right through us if we believe. Now your announcer is going to give you some important information on how you can, how you can order these exciting teachings. And I'll be right back. Our job is to believe that he would do his job. And sometimes what we do is go and try to do it ourselves. Now what we got to do is come back to trusting in the Lord with all of our hearts. It's got to be one source. It's got to be him. We've got to eliminate all other sources. Because as long as in your heart they are part of your source, this doesn't work. 
As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and bring you into the place which I prepared. These angels, now they're about to start in your life on a level that you've never had their activity before. Make sure you say what God says. So if I have somebody's Bible, and this Bible I put up to my microphone, listen at it, let's see what it says. Boy, it don't say nothing, does it? So who gives voice to it? I do. You are the one that gives voice to his word. Now, angels are on the move. We're going to take this thing to another level. Let me tell you, the God that you are in partnership with is an awesome God. Live independent of this world and stand up as a witness of the Almighty God with Dr. Bill Winston's four-disc series entitled Partnering with the Invisible. To order on CD or DVD, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois, 60303. Buy bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Now, what God is doing is he is setting you up. I mean, he's using you as a platform that will be sufficient to tell other people about God. See, when they see the power of God flowing through your life like that, they're going to want to know who your God is. See, the world will know that there's an extraordinary God behind the scenes here somewhere. And they're going to want to know him, and his name is Jesus Christ. Praise God. Well, to get this power to flow, you first must be born again. And I want to ask those who are watching me right now, have you been born again? And that's what was asked one time when Paul went down to see some people. He noticed that they seemed to be religious, but he said, have you received that Jesus Christ since you believed? Have you received the Spirit of God since you believed? So this born again experience is something that we all must have. A man named Nicodemus, who was very religious, came to Jesus by night and said, Hey, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he come out the second time out of his mother's womb and be born? Jesus said, No, no, no. What's flesh is flesh and what spirit is spirit. In other words, there's a natural birth that we all have. But then there's a spiritual birth God wants us to have. That spiritual birth puts you and I into God's family. Now, if you're looking at my life, I was religious in the past when I was a kid. Oh, we went to church. But church was never in me. You can do it almost, you know, traditionally and just do it as a form. But now, when I got really born again, everything changed. So I'm asking you, do you need a change in your life? Are you looking now to have a brand new start? Well, if you are, that's being born again. I'd like to pray with you this simple prayer that they prayed for me, and a miracle took place in my life. Now, there's no distance in the spirit here. So where God is with me right now, now he's with you right there. So if you'd like this experience, I want you to pray with me. Here's what I want you to do. Simply bow your head. Just repeat this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I come to you now just as I am. You know my life. You know how I've lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I believe Jesus Christ is a son of God. He he died for my sins. On the third day, he was raised from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Live your life in me and through me from now on. From this day forward, I belong to you. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Well, if you prayed that prayer with me, I'd like to send you a book. It's called Born Again and Spirit-Filled. I have it in both the English and the Spanish translation. Now, this book tells you, you know, what the next steps are in your life and what uh, finding a good church and, and being filled with the Holy Spirit, things like that. Now, this is a powerful time in your life, so you want to maximize it. You write me, call me, whatever. I'll send it to you free of charge, and I want you to write me back and tell me what good things God is doing in your life. Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston. Until next time, keep walking by faith.